Hello everyone and welcome to Sagab. This is your host, Badr Amin, author of the book, Happy Life, Summarized Guide and Habits to Self-Development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries, such as but not limited to sports, investing and business. By identifying their mental and practical habits, routines and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate it to your own life. Thus, the podcast will hopefully help you identify what are the common essentials that contribute significantly and maximize their performance, regardless of the industry. The podcast is divided into two parts, where the guests will talk about the mental practices, self-talk, and who is successful to them, whereas the other part is more into the practical habits and routines integrated into their daily life and the recommendations for the listener. So, please enjoy and take notes. Our guest is Dr. Ali bin Hamur, founder of Bianca Clinic and Blanco Care, and he is a gum and teeth or slash teeth implant consultant. Blanco is an Emirati eco-friendly oral care which is plastic-free and vegan. He is also the host of the Healthy Chat podcast. You can find Dr. Ali on Instagram at Dr. underscore Hamur, which is Dr. underscore H-A-M-O-U-R. Dr. Hamur has also many certificates in the dental industry, which uh, as of this podcast, it's not the focus on, but you can definitely check him out. And I would like to thank Dr. Ali bin Hamur for being part of this podcast. And without further ado, let's dive in. Dr. Ali. Are you ready to roll? Yes. Hi. Thank you very much for this nice introduction. It's my, um, my glad, pleasure. <laughs> glad, glad to be in this Agap, uh, nice, uh, mashallah, growing podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So, Dr. Ali, you are a dentist and you own a clinic and you also have a day job and you do the Healthy Chat podcast, right? Yes. I would like to know how do you manage your time in very brief? I think time management is uh, it's a big thing in my life on, on, on any other other's life. Yani it's, um, it's all about management. Uh, this is my concept. It's a t- either like time management, uh, work management, all these things. What I do normally, I, I plan my week ahead on Sunday evening. Planning ahead uh, is the key for me. So I always like to plan ahead. I try to arrange all um, all my meetings or anything all ahead. And with the Zoom meetings as well these days, is, it helped a lot. So yeah, planning ahead is the key. Yeah, that's true. And you know, you reminded me uh, with regard to having remote and Zoom and all those remote interactions with the concept of the 5G in which they said that it will enable us to work remotely. So I was imagining that you would actually do your own dentistry job, like while you are being in an emirate and doing a job in a different emirate, that would be something really interesting and an add-on value to you guys as well, right? It is. Um, well, the actual the actual treatment, obviously, you cannot do it uh, without uh, being there physically. But, but uh, these days, I mean, I can manage uh, my clinic, um, I can manage my appointments. I even can prepare for my patients uh, you know, they send you the x-rays, you can do that, yeah, or the 3D uh, x-ray. Um, you can do the planning, um, send it to the lab by email. Uh, the lab can prepare you like, um, you know, guide to use during the implant surgery. So, yeah, we, we are using this um, artificial intelligence uh, uh, in our job as well. It helps. It helps a lot. Yani, um, despite the fact, you know, dental work has to be done physically. 
the preparation and all these things can be done remotely. And for you to help you manage your time and manage ahead, is there something that you consume that really helps you to further nurture your skills in these management areas? I'm very basic. I, I use the, um, the phone, you know, the Google, uh, the calendar. Okay. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's very helpful. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I've heard about a few apps that you can use to help you managing it. But I think, I mean, just keep it simple. Use the basic calendar in your uh, iPhone or your phone or whatever. And it's like, it's all connected now, even with your laptop, with iPad. So you will get, and if you'll have, um, if you'll have a schedule for this day, you'll keep getting the reminders everywhere. So you, you cannot miss it. So I think just keep it simple and use the um, Google calendar or use, you know, your own phone calendar. It should help you a lot for um, helping you managing your time and scheduling your um, meetings and all these things. All right. And why did you start the Healthy Chat podcast, which I would recommend the listeners to listen to as well? And it is in Arabic, right? So it is a good thing. It is. I, I love listening to podcasts and I've been like uh, four years almost and I've been and I've been traveling a lot between uh, and I've been in the roads a lot uh, for the last three, four years. So, you know, you'll get bored of like, you know, music or whatever. So you might use those hours you spend on the on the streets uh, getting something useful. Started yeah. listening to audiobooks. I, I'm not a fan of audiobooks. So I started listening to podcasts. Then I was searching in the like um, in our region. We don't have like much Arabic podcast, um, like niche podcast. Uh, there are a few. Uh, recently, there have been many as well. It's growing these days, uh, which I like. So um, I was going to start. I said, like, why don't I start my own podcast? And I said, um, it, it might be something uh, difficult, or it, 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 yeah, it will. Um, it's a hassle to start a podcast. But then I, I read about it. I watch, you know, videos, YouTube's about it. No, it, it wasn't. And uh, and even then, to have it in a professional place, it's not. You can start it at home, and you can do it in a professional place for like a reasonable price. So we said, let's do something Arabic. Let's do something in dentistry. But then I was like, no, dentistry might be something really specific. Let's do it more casual, more, I mean, not too scientific for people, easy for, for people to digest and absorb like as um, information. So we, we didn't, uh, I said, I won't do it like uh, just doctors and science. And so I said, we mix it between um, uh, doctors and athletes, uh, people involved in health and fitness and, you know, diet. So, yeah, um, I didn't expect this, uh, yeah, this goal. Uh, it's great. We finished season one. We got yeah, I mean, thousands of downloads, which is great. I didn't expect. Um, nice. Now we're preparing for season two, hopefully season two uh, by, um, and we will finish by within one or two weeks. So we'll, we'll start um, releasing the new season, hopefully by um, next week or the week after. So uh, hopefully we'll get two seasons done by the end of this year. And I'm hoping, yeah, any, my plan is to make it a weekly based podcast, hopefully by 2023. That's great. Don't publish it before you publish this episode so that it can be a way yeah. of for people to, and, to know. Depends how quick you are, guys. <laughs> and best of luck in that as well. So 
you had also Blanco, and I don't want to go into that dentistry much because you have dentistry Blanco as well, which which offers uh, tablets for for the uh, dental hygiene, right? Mm-hmm. And it is it is an e-commerce based website. So I want to say you also mentioned that you had something with regards to the supplies of the dentistries and mm-hmm. etc. So this is like a question, but I don't usually ask it. Why are you going into this niche market only? And have you considered going another place? I mean, in another industry or another business? Being in the, the, the whole, my whole experience, let's say from the beginning of studying dentistry uh, at the college uh, up to today, it's like 20 years altogether. Okay. And if you think about studying, uh, doing bachelor, doing specialty training, doing membership, all these things together with my work experiences, all together, it's like 20 years now. So I think it makes sense to be in this uh, niche of, of business. You know, this is the things you understand most. It might be boring, you might think, but um, I think the, the field itself, it's, it's, it's uh, really abroad. I don't yeah, think it's boring, by the way. I think it's a good, it's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, but no, recently I've been involved in other business, in the food and beverages um, as a partner. So my, it's a burger place in Dubai, so maybe if you, um, we can give a free uh, uh, marketing or free advertising for this as well here in this sure. podcast. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, I, still, I still don't understand much in food and beverages, uh, but I've been involved as a partner in uh, food and beverages business as well. Uh, it's different, it's totally different. At the beginning, I was just like a silent partner <laughs> because uh, really I didn't understand much on it. Uh, but now I, I kind of, I mean, I like it. I'm, competition is high in the, in the food and beverages market, as yeah. you know. Uh, it's growing really fast. You can, you can find coffee shops every other place or in every other shop. So with the high competition, maybe I mean, it, it makes it uh, even, even more challenging and even more fun as well. Uh, to get into this business but no i like it i've been um, i started in food and beverages recently like um, i think six months almost now uh, and it's good going so far good uh, but to be honest Yanni, I'm, um, you cannot ask me any questions in, the, in this because i've been a silent partner for um, a long while now so i'm just learning and the process of learning uh, about this business all right, fair enough, fair enough is there an advice you remind yourself with and why always any always you have to know, yeah. There's no, there's no uh, win or loss in anything you do. There's always experience. If you'll put your targets, if you will um, specify your uh, goals, always, um, yeah, and you work hard for them. The harder you work, the more you will get, or the faster you will reach your goals. If you want to reach them, or I want, and I always remind myself, and I want, I want everyone to remind themselves, it's experience. At the end of the day, there's no failure. There's no loss. So uh, by keep you know, by keeping reminding myself of this advice, I always enjoy what I'm doing. Uh, I've never like upset after anything. I always know like if something didn't work, it means the most or the experience from this and start again. This is and if to me this is always um, the best advice I can give to anyone. Mm. Well said. With regards to the managerial or the management that you do and the goals that you set to make the best out of the experience. Do you couple such a thing with a specific habit that will help you boost the outcome or better achieve the outcome, let's say? 
management in general is, is the key. It's in everything, even like in your social life. It's all about management to me. If you manage your time, if you manage your, even your social life, your family life, if you manage your work, especially if you have like different places to work in, I think management is the key for all these things. Even financially, and if you if you manage your finance well, it will help you a lot to manage your finance. So it's all about management. So and before you start anything, think about how to manage it in in all different ways. For instance, if it is something that I'm not an expert in it, what would you do? You would go and learn about it. This is the main thing. Okay. Uh, you put you'll you'll put uh, points or um, head points. You will you'll put your target. I always think uh, retrospectively, always you know, go to the end and then start building back according to what you want to achieve at the end. I think finishing the difficult things or the hard things or the most important things, first thing, will help as well. Uh, this is what always I do. Like uh, I always um, start with the, you know, the, you know, the book, Eat the Frog in the Morning. If you're going to eat a frog, eat it in the morning. Yeah. Have you heard of this book? I heard about this book from another guest who was talking about the, the uh, eat your frog or eat the frog, which was the same concept, I believe, right? Because there's yeah, a frog yeah. and you're going to eat it. So I think that this is the only book that will be referring to the frog and eating it at the same time. Correct? Exactly. That's so, doing the hard thing in the morning or something so that you can get it done. Exactly. Well, what he said in the, in the book, if, you wanna, if, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. Yeah. If your job is to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. So people, what people normally do, if, if you have something hard, if you have like few tasks today, they will try to avoid the task that they don't like or the hardest task and leave it until, until the end. While the, you know, the, the, the best thing to do is to do it first. Why? Because it will, if you leave it till the end, you will keep thinking about it. And this is, will affect you doing the other smaller things you think or easier things you do. Yeah, those are valid points. And uh, yeah, by the way, I remember which which guest that was. It was Ahmed Al-Fahim and we were just talking casually about it. And he mentioned that. And what if what you just said, let's say, is there a different approach to it? For example, instead of eating the biggest frog, right? Instead of eating the biggest frog, trying to build momentum first with the easy tasks so that you can build the momentum, build the habit, and you can get, let's say, train yourself so that you can do them continuously and then tackle, let's say, the biggest frog. Is this something um, doable? You, will, you can get more done in less time if you finish the, you know, the difficult or the hardest thing first thing in the morning. But if you are the one who is planning to build up, as you said, other easier things to help you do the big things, then uh, yeah, why not? I think it's, 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 it's a good way as well. All right. You heard the guys from the doctor, not from me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people get to choose whatever they like and whatever that suits them best anyhow in any ways, according to their own situations, right? You know, when you, like, um, if, if, you'll, uh, if you'll take any long time to do it, or it might come up to one of the things we're talking about, success in doing things, or success in general. Yeah. I think, because I've heard someone saying, and one of, like, one of the top YouTuber or something, uh, the guy is, like... Uh, Probably like, you know, he's doing very well in his, uh, in his niche. Uh, he's probably a millionaire by now. But the thing is, he was, he was, he was mentioning like, and it, it really got me when he said, I spent 17, 18 hours doing this of my day. Mm. 
So if you think about it, okay, his success is successful in his um, whatever he's doing. But if you think about his like social life, if you think about his himself like as um, physically or mentally, you think he's successful? It would be difficult to yeah, and you work eighteen hours and get good social life, good nutrition, or good eating for your uh, body, good um, exercise or like fitness. I don't know, good other things as well. So I think it's, it's um, you do whatever I think will give you the great balance or successful balance between all parts of your life. It's not just about work or like, you know, your business or your job. I don't know if you agree, but um, I think and when I heard him saying this, I was like, okay, you might be successful, you might be financially successful, but what's the point of if you like two thirds or more than two thirds, three quarters of your day is your work and by yourself. Or I think it's a balance. So if you will uh, manage how to do like the hard jobs, if managing the hard jobs will help you, it should, I think it should help you balance or being successful in balancing between your social, mental, physical and uh, work life. Yeah, I agree. And to some people, thankfully, the, the let's say the social and the personal life and their business, they are all aligned. They definitely, at some point, to every individual, these five different sectors that you mentioned will overlap. But it is up to the, the individuals, up to the individual to choose the right balance between them, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, but I'm, not, I'm just thinking like, you know, don't think, Forget about the other things. Yes. So because it's, it's success, success to me is like those whole things. Otherwise, like I, I don't think it's like complete success. So would you measure success based on, let's say, the metrics that you set to yourself in your, let's say, in your career path and then your personal life, then your social impact and whatever other contribution that you may have or you would set it for yourself? For me, me being able to be wake up in the morning have, after having good sleep, doing exercise or like, you know, going to the gym, doing whatever, like uh, exercise for my body, having time with your family, you know, doing your job properly, well organized. Uh, I have a governmental job and then I have my own business to manage this in the afternoon or the evening time, sometimes using the weekend for work or for like... Uh, you know, socializing with friends or I think all these things make me feel like, uh, yeah, I am successful. But let's, let's see if I'm like, if I'm focusing on my, and this is to me, as you said, like it's, it's all personalized and it's all, uh, everyone can customize it to themselves, like depending on yeah. their needs or their like demands or because yeah, it's, it's different from someone to someone. But I think yeah, if, if you like, if you if you're the one who's like cannot have enough sleep because of like late some late uh, business works, um, no time for having good meals, good food, uh, no time for exercising or gym. It's all it all affects your like physical and mental uh, health as well. So always think about it of long term success. Always put your goals for long term, like you know long like lifelong goals. Because of course, and you don't want to. Just be now successful now and then having, you know, other things. Now, I won't say like fail, but like 
not not having uh, not giving them enough attention because it might be too late by then and all right so that means would you try and consider yourself maybe 10 years from now 15 years from now or, or what's not while you're trying to make a decision on, onto something i always like even after after the pandemic it's more uh, short term now you know <laughs> because uh, okay don't like to go for like really long term but it's always in, in in it has to be always in your head all has to be always in your mind you know um the long term ones five years ten years has to be you cannot plan something just for like three months six months so i mean you can but always you have to have in your mind like something long term in 10 years what do you want and what what do you want from this business what do you want from what do you want yourself to be in by this time All right. And if you'll go back to the t- doing the hard job, right? And or eating the frog or something. <laughs> <laughs> do you cultivate a specific routine to help you do that? I know it's early in the morning, waking up early in the morning or doing it first thing in the morning is part of it. Is there anything else that you would do that will let's say keep you committed and resilient to doing the hard things i think uh, as i mentioned at the beginning uh, planning ahead is the, is the key uh, for, to me waking up early to me maybe for someone else it's not yeah, it doesn't have to be but to me getting things and yeah, waking up early doing um, any using this time in the morning like after prayers either for uh, reading or uh, exercising uh, it gives good boost for the whole day always even at the weekends i i normally do this during the week uh, the weekend i might i might not stick to it I might do my exercise in the afternoon but uh, during the week i do that uh, because if i have i have a, a job so i i go to my job finish the job by like three o'clock then i would have like stuff arranged uh, i don't i don't f- fill all my afternoons and evenings during the week i leave some for myself as well Uh, and the family all right because uh, yeah, yeah i can't have like uh, you know because you have a full-time job it's different i think for for people like who are like full-time attorney or you know business it's different for them because they, this is their job time so i think for them if i was in their uh, place i would finish everything by like three four o'clock and get like nothing to do in the afternoon leave it for like for yourself for family for socializing for friends For me, it's different because I have full-time job, and then I have the the business or the other um, the other business going. So I, I I tend to get like two or three afternoons, two or three evenings, and not the full evenings as well for these things. So I I, I would get like two afternoons during the week to do this uh, to do this job, and then Saturday as well for the uh, my part, let's say my part-time jobs. Yeah. But if I was if I was like full-time entrepreneur or full-time Uh, just in my this business um i would finish i would just use five days and i yeah i would finish it by four o'clock maximum and then and then have time for myself for my family um you do know unfortunately not so many entrepreneurs get to finish by four o'clock maximum so many of them like uh, so many of them don't or just don't finish before four o'clock they stay they they um have a lot of things to do even if they start early in the morning. So maybe part of what you're saying is setting a timeline and just not doing it or managing it in a better way could help. 
But in general, entrepreneurs, I think they don't really get to have the luxury of, okay, after 4 p.m. I will not work. There are so many cases that, or so many days, that even after 4 p.m., they still have to work. And they, and they don't have, let's say, the luxury of having so many employees at some point. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you work to reach this point. I'm sure at the beginning it's difficult. You need to work extra time. I think you aim at reaching this point as soon as you can, where you can, yes. you know, uh, as, because you, you don't want to be like working, you know, extra hours for all your life, of course, and for the entrepreneurship as well. I know at the beginning it might be difficult uh, for, yeah, need to get to having, as you said, luxury of having like employees and but I think it's really important for, to, put this, yeah, to put this as a target for you to reach the point where you, you don't have to work uh, more than these hours or certain hours. It doesn't have to be like this, but, you know, um, certain hours of the day. You cannot, like, keep your schedule open all, all day. I, I don't think you can, I mean, for forever, you know? Yeah. You also reminded me of, of the productivity book by Kyle Newport. Um, in which uh, he was saying that if you going to, if you are going to focus on the most important tasks, right, and mm-hmm. align them to, to the goal or to the long term goal that will help you propel yourself forward, and you make sure that whether you're you're an entrepreneur or let's say you're working a full time job anywhere, um, he was a professor, so yeah, and he was saying make sure that after five p.m. you don't work. So the aim was anytime after 5 p.m. I will not work and I have to make sure I'm going to like schedule myself in the right way and make sure that I attend to the important tasks that will help me achieve the goals that I need to do. And I stop working after 5 p.m., right? Okay. So that's something similar to what you are just saying in a way, right? Exactly. That, yeah. There is other book as well I've, I've read recently. It's called uh, Working Hard, Hardly Working. Uh, okay. It's by uh, Grace Beverly. She's an entrepreneur as well. Uh, it's, it's like it helps you to create your own productivity method. You know when they say work uh, smarter, not harder. Yeah. Uh, so you, and you make your routine that works for you. Your habits, yeah. your benefits, uh, you know, because it's normally, normally, it's, it's in everything as well. You cannot, you know, yeah, you, universe, you cannot, um, let's say, make it universal. What we say, you know, okay, don't work after four o'clock, do this, do this. It's in everything as well. Like in, even for you know, the good food, uh, good food for me might not be good for you. And same thing, like exercise, type of exercise. Same thing, um, even medication might work in some part of the world. Even the doctors are saying now, there's a good medication or good medicine that works in, for example, let's say in the States, because there's good studies on it. It doesn't necessarily have to work here because we have different genetic, we have different lifestyle, we have different everything. So what what this book says is like, you understand your value, enjoy your every day, and then create your own, uh, your own, um, uh, let's say productivity uh, method or a way, uh, so you, you so you achieve more as like you as a like let's say you personally, and you stress less uh, less, and you feel uh, you feel uh, fulfilled more. So it's like you have to customize your your day. You know, like you you know more than anyone else 
what you need, your needs or your demands or your like background life. What do you have outside work? I mean, I'm not saying like you, you cannot work extra. You can, if you, if you can, and if you have, if you're not affecting your other any lives, why not? Uh, but always aim to work less at some stage. Yeah. So the the name of the book that you mentioned is Working Hard, no. Hardly Working by Grace Beverly, right? Yes. Okay. And it's a small book actually. You can work. It's, it's not a big book. So it's, it's good. That's because a, these days I'm just <laughs> I'm uh, I'm just getting like uh, and I don't finish every book I read now. <laughs> I just try to get the the maximum of the books or what I need from the book. Get it in the, like uh, in a note and then maybe leave the book for. <laughs> For a while, I have like a lot of books that I haven't finished. Did you just offer the summary of the book in the uh, in these two seconds that you just mentioned them? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you don't have to read it. Okay, so I don't have to read the book, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Newport's book is deep work for whoever is interested in the productivities. So going forward, when challenges, fears, failures hit, what steps are taken, Doctor Eddie? Uh, I always uh, think of the what could be the worst case scenario and then deal with it, as I said, backwards or retrospectively. So uh, if, if you'll have challenge, you'll have it, well, well, you'll ask yourself what, what worse would happen and then just deal with it. Always, I, I, I always love like uh, or like to sit down and think about it for a while, even for a while. Um, I had this habit even since before, like during the exams as well. You have like... You go to the exam and get unexpected questions. You might like, you know, some people might panic or like, oh, I didn't study this part. Or, but always break down the these difficult questions in, into like few points that I can write. So if you get questions that you didn't prepare for, you'll be like, oh, well, okay, and you, they ask you for to write an essay or or, or something. You'll be like, yeah, uh, will be panicked and. You know, terrified. I didn't. I didn't read this. I didn't prepare for this. But if you think about the question once and twice, read this once and twice, and then write a few points. Try to figure out a few points that you can write about on this. You'll end up like writing two or three, uh, four pages. So I, I do the same now. Like, if you have a difficult situation, something happening, um, always sit down and think about it. What would be the worst case scenario? And always ask the people around you. Uh, people who are helping you, like, of course, um, if it's like a work uh, issue, always ask your colleagues or um, or people who are assisting you. It helps a lot because, you know, sometimes those people might think outside the box you think, you know. So, um, yeah, thinking of these things, uh, putting uh, points, thinking worst case scenario, how can we deal with it, I think makes you really prepared for uh, for whatever uh, you know, coming uh, in front of you. All right. Are there any habits and behaviors that you would recommend others to adopt? Be organized. Okay. That's really important. Uh, work hard. The harder you work, the more you will get. This is uh, logic. Expect the worst and hope for the best. Always, always. Okay. So that makes you prepared for like you know the, the bad things. But at the same time, you're working uh, optimistically that the good things are coming or like, you know, makes you optimistic as well. So this is helps because if you'll expect the worst and keep expecting the worst without hoping or thinking that the best will ha- will come uh, through, that will make you, uh, I, I think it's not healthy uh, in work. So always hope for the best. Do you have any final recommendations? 
just summarizing whatever we've, we've said, be prepared always for your week, your month, your year. Always be prepared. Write down your uh, goals. Um, be organized. Organize is the key. Uh, management is the key. Try to manage everything, like manage your time, manage your money, manage your relationships, manage manage your business. And no matter how much you read books or you watch videos or always, always the, 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 the real life experience is, is different. So because I remember before starting the Blanco or care, I got everything ready like for, for months and months. I didn't want to launch because I was always thinking that I'm not ready. But then the, the minute you launch the, the startup or the business, of course, you're not ready. No one is started 100% ready. <laughs> you started to learn so many things that you will never learn unless you, you, know, you started the actual thing. So always don't be afraid. Start. What's the Mike Tyson saying? You always have a different plan until you get the punch in your face. Or, so always start. You will never be 100% ready. Just start. And then you will grow up and probably then you will feel by then that you will never be ready anyway. So, but things keep going. So you're learning, you're learning, you're growing, you're growing. This is the, uh, the internship life. Right. All right, Dr. Ali. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for being here. It was a pleasure you. hosting you. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be in uh, this nice growing podcast. Thank you very much. You're most welcome. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.